0: Welcome to Unleashing the Champion Within with your host, Cindy Stewart. Our goal is to connect you with your best and help you live your dream and experience your passion. Each week, we'll bring you an inspiring message and give you the tools to help you release the champion within.
1: Welcome to episode 32 of Unleashing the Champion Within. Today, we're gonna talk about find your voice, release your message. And I'm really excited about this one because finding your voice, that that thing that's inside of you enables you to really release uh, to other people and empower other people from what's burning inside of you. But I want to start with this little quote by Madeleine Albright. And she was the former Secretary of State for the United States. And she says, it took me quite a long time to develop a voice. And now I have it. I'm not going to be silent. Boy, that is powerful, isn't it? So do you really want to be heard? Well, as you discover your voice, people will listen to your message when they hear your heart. And that's really where your voice comes from. It comes from the depth of your heart. Madeleine Albright found her voice. She said, though she was often one of the few women in the room, and many times the only woman in the room, she did not sit silently. She realized that if she only observed and listened, she wouldn't get a chance to speak uh, which means the voice of the United States would not be heard. You know, she said the first, one of the first meetings she went to at the UN. She realized that you know there's nations from all over the world sitting there, and she's sitting there, and her plate, the plate in front of her, said United States, and she realized she had to speak or the United States would not be heard. And that was a powerful uh, uh, motivator for her to be able to begin to discover not only what she's supposed to release as the Secretary of State, but her voice within that message. So one of her key messages that she found and she voiced while she was in office was raising up women into high governmental positions around the world. She believed that the problems were better understood and the solutions really had a fuller perspective when men and women worked through them together. I remember her telling a story about how when she first started, she would gather a couple of key women that she knew were on the rise. And she began a little group of just meeting and talking and discussing and really uh, pushing through that understanding of how will women rise up and how do they get positioned within government positions that will make a difference in, in uh, policies, that make a difference in decisions that are made about war and about peace. And it was just amazing to listen to her tell about finding her voice and really raising up those women. So how do you find your voice and let your message be released? Recently, I was co-hosting a writer's workshop and Dr. Keenan Bridges was teaching on what is burning in your heart. One of the things you need to be able to do once you discover what's burning in your heart is to share it. And for that, you need to discover your voice. And you're going to be amazed when I tell you what we discovered out of this two-part assignment he gave us. So he told us to write down these two questions or and, and make a list. So the list is first one the strongest areas which you are passionate about it's the thing that you talk about all the time it seems to be uh, threaded within every sentence that you say and number two is the strongest areas you wish you could change so list the five areas that you're passionate about and list the five areas that you wish you could change and it's and we went around the room and everybody read what their five and five were And I was amazed because when I looked at mine, mine were basically the same way. And I'll share my list. Uh, I'm just going to share one out of my list. But I was so surprised that my most passionate thing and the thing I wish I could change was actually the inverse of the other. And that was true for our group, too. On my list, the things I wish I could change was divorce and brokenness. And the thing I was the most passionate about, one of the things anyhow, was wholeness in marriage and relationships. And when we went around the room, the same was true for other people. They realized that the things that they listed as their passion were the opposite of the things they wish they could change. Like mine, my passion is marriage and healthy relationships. And the things I wish I could change was divorce and brokenness. So... (laughs) With all of that said, we're going to do this uh, at the end of the program, but with all that said, um, I want to share a little bit about why it's my passion and how that has really helped me develop my voice and release my message. Wholeness in marriage, family, and relationship has always been important to me. My parents were divorced when I was, you know, I was probably 12, 13 years old, but they've been married for 23 years. And... (laughs) It wasn't a complete shock to me or my siblings, but it did leave this kind of hidden question inside of me of whether being married forever was even possible. And it's funny that something as a kid, when it really makes that defining mark on your life... It, it changes your perspective of how you see things. And that, it changed my perspective. I know that over the years, I really developed a passion for other people, helping them work through the challenges of their marriage, their family situations, their relationships, you know, working with their children. It, it just burns in me. My husband and I, now we've been married for 38 years, and I I think I did a show at the end of uh, last year called What We've Learned in 38 Years of Marriage. You can go back and look that up. But, you know, we've had all kinds of different situations that have challenged our relationships. And my husband had been married before, so he had three sons. So we had an instant family when we were married, which was awesome. But, you know, there were challenges and adjustments for them, for the boys, for us, being newly married, and just for us as a family. And the one thing that really kept us bonded together was the power of choice. We chose each other. We chose each other to get married. We chose each other for better for worse, day to day. And when we made that choice for us, for me and my husband, it created only one option. Whatever we were faced with, we were going to work it out because the other options weren't available in our minds. And it doesn't mean that everything in our marriage was perfect. No, it definitely wasn't. In fact, we moved 14 times. Yes, 14 times within the first 20 years of our marriage. And one of those times... The moving truck was packed full, sitting in a parking lot, waiting for the final credit approval for us to move into our rental house. We were in San Antonio, Texas. My husband, my kids, my mom were all with the moving truck, and I was at work. For two hours, my husband kept calling me and saying, have, have you heard anything? Have you heard anything? Waiting to hear that our credit was approved so we could get moved in. Fortunately, the movers, they were super nice, super flexible. But the more my husband called, the matter my boss got. And it was just like every time the phone rang, because I, I don't even think, I, I don't think we had cell phones back then, but every time my office phone rang, she would peer over at me and I knew it was him. And I told her, I said, there's really nothing I can do about it we were so stressed out. I thought, gosh, I hope we don't have to sleep in a hotel with the moving guys, my mom, my kids, all that craziness. But uh, it worked out. And of course, we got moved in that day. But we chose each other. We stood together. You know, I wasn't mad at him for calling me. He wasn't mad at me because I didn't get the credit approval right away. And, and we didn't care that my boss was mad at me. Everything that we went through, we just remembered that I have you, and you have me, and we're going to get through this together. So no matter what the issues have been over these 38 years, kids, jobs, moving, money, at the end of every situation, at the end of every day, we chose each other. So that's the way our mind works, and I really have that passion to help marriages remember that they chose each other for a reason, and that when things go wrong, that there is change that can happen because they choose again each other. Anyway, I want to challenge you guys to set aside some time and go through these two steps. Number one, list the strongest areas five of them that you're passionate about things that just burn inside of you and then list five of the strongest areas you wish you could change and just see how that works for you. See how that helps you uncover your voice. Uh, See if you have things in your passionate list that are the inverse or the opposite in in the things that, that you wish you could change and see where is your voice coming alive? What is your message about those things? And as we close, I want to share one little additional perspective on releasing your message. Madeleine Albright had a little silent voice within her, which was part of her apparel. It was part of her ensemble. It began when she was at the UN right after the Gulf War. And Saddam Hussein compared her in the papers to an unparalleled serpent. She just happened to have a snake pin and wore it the next day as they discovered Iraq, discussed Iraq. And the press caught on to it and said, why are you wearing that pin? And she was like, well, I read that Saddam Hussein compared me to an unparalleled serpent. So I thought I might wear what he thought of me. And it's so funny, Madeline's pins became part of her signature in voicing her position loud and clear. In fact, when I saw her on her interview, she was wearing a pin deemed breaking the glass ceiling. She actually even wrote a book about all of her pins. They uh, were at the Smithsonian, and they've been on tour through the United States. My favorite story of her pins was when Russia had planted a bug in the conference room near her office. The next time she met with Russia, she wore a giant bug pin. They got the message. Madeleine Albright became famous for selecting a pen each day to reflect what was going to happen for that given day. So when you think about your voice and you think about what is it inside of you, what is burning inside of you that you want to give message to that you want to be able to share and relate to other people think about this little example of Madeline Albright or even me and my husband and I'm sure you have some of your own where you just find that one thing that you want to release to other people and you find that Avenue like Madeline Albright not only did she voice it verbally but she had her pen collection that voiced it uh, visually So what is your voice that you want to release? I would love to hear from you and hear the results of this two-step process. Leave your comments on my Facebook page by clicking, uh, by going to Cindy Stewart. I have both a personal and an official Facebook page. And then you can always send me an email, cindy at cindy-stewart.com. This is really important to me to hear your feedback and see what's going on in you. So send me a little message. And if you want some individual help in discovering your voice and, and really learning how to put a, put your message together that that comes from your heart, that will really catch the ears of people to hear, then contact me on my website, cindy shortcom There's a connection form. Fill it out and I'll get right back to you. Thank you so much for listening today. And remember, you are the best investment you can make. So invest in yourself.
0: Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a favor before you go. I promise it will only take a very short time. Please head to iTunes and rate this podcast. This is huge for us in terms of improving our ranking and keeping the show visible so other people can discover it. So thank you ahead of time for helping us out. To find out more about Unleashing the Champion Within, go to our website, cindy-stuart.com. Our music today is by Alexander and the Grapes. Check out their latest release, Hyperself, on iTunes.